Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, what's up? Goal reachers, dream catchers, and lifestyle giants. Thank you, as always, for checking out the 7-in-1 podcast. It's your girl, Vocals, and my sole purpose, my sole purpose for coming on and talking to you today is to motivate, encourage, and inspire you and myself to jumpstart our dreams. So let's get started. So today's podcast title is In the Beginning. If you're a Christian or if you've been to church or if you are of any other type of religious sect that kind of follows the Bible, the words in the beginning are quite familiar to you. But today I want to remind and encourage all of us to embrace the process of the beginning. And what I mean by that is everything has a beginning. Everybody that you see today, that you look up to, that you know you wish were your mentor, everybody has gone through this process of the beginning. And there are a lot of things that people can argue about, but one thing that we can't argue about is that everything that has been created today started with an idea. And we all have that same process that we go through. We all go through the process of having an idea in the beginning and then having to walk out those ideas to get to where we're trying to go. There's nobody that can skip the process of the beginning. Nobody can skip that process. Our deepest desires, hopes, and dreams begin with an idea, which is the beginning. So I'm using an idea and the beginning interchangeably. They mean the same thing. The beginning is the idea that you have in your head. That's your beginning. And an idea is just that. It's a thought or something that is locked in our minds that no one else will ever know until we tell them. It's a dream. It's a vision. No one will ever know until we tell them. But the sad part about the beginning, the sad part about our dreams and our ideas is that many of them die every day because people have a hard time respecting the process of the beginning. And I know personally, it's hard when you're first starting out. It can be very discouraging. It can be very taxing for a lot of us. That's when our confidence is shaking the most when we're first starting out because you think about it, when you're first starting something out that you've never done before and it's just been kind of like a thought in your head, you're intimidated or you're fearful of the processes and the steps that it will take to get to where you're trying to go. And for many of us, we don't even know what the first step is. Like I have people call me, well, not all the time, but I've had people call me in the past and just like, I have this idea, I want to do it. What's the first step? And I tell them the first step and they make that seem like it's just, for me, I'm just like, oh, this is all you have to do. And for them, they're just like, oh God, like what? They're so fearful to even jump out there and do that first thing. And I completely get it because I've been there time and time again. But the beginning, it can be overwhelming because you literally are lost. You don't know what to do, who to talk to, how to get that thing established. And it can be so big and hard to comprehend that many people just abandon their beginning. They abandon that idea altogether. And if you think about it, it's understandable. For those of us who are a little bit further in our, our dreams and in pursuit of what we want to do, you understand it. Like you, You'll never forget those days. You'll never forget the beginning and how everything started. But right now I'm sitting in a Starbucks and writing this podcast and Yes, I brought something because I don't want to go viral, of course, but thinking about the three guys that started this chain of coffee shops, you know, I wasn't there. I I can only read up 
the story and, and how everything happened. But there were three professors and I'm pretty sure they weren't making like bukus of money. And for many of them, or for a couple of them, they may have had an idea that this Starbucks can be something that can be launched across the world and something that everybody would love and enjoy and attend. It started with them first having the idea to start a coffee shop. Who would have thought starting a little coffee shop on a corner in Seattle would launch into an idea where you have coffee shops literally all over the world? But they didn't let the idea of starting the coffee shop stop them. They didn't let that freeze them. They actually acted on it, pursued it, whatever the steps they took, whether it was to get a loan, to buy a little shack that was on the side of the road or whatever it was, they didn't let the idea paralyze them. And here Link says, we generate fears while we sit. We overcome them by action. And that's so great. That's such a great quote because for a lot of us, in the beginning, again, we're so fearful, we're afraid, we're scared, we're petrified, don't know what to do, where to go, who to talk to. But maybe that first step is to just act, to do something, to do that one thing, to do the first thing. And maybe that is looking into what it would take to get a, lo- a business loan to start whatever it is you're trying to do. Whether it's if you are a creative person and you want to go into acting, maybe it's signing up for some little cheap acting classes at the college or something like that. You know, having an idea and a dream is great, but it has to move beyond your mind and it has to be acted upon. And I believe that one of life's greatest gifts is the amazing ability to dream, dream big and dream beyond where we are today. I just think about the people that have maybe been incarcerated and they felt like their dreams had ended at that moment when they went to jail. But once they got out, they were able to do so many great things. I was thinking, I was watching this documentary on, I think it was Netflix, about the original Rick Ross. I really don't know what to call him, but (laughs) the original Rick Ross, I mean, he started out doing a lot of bad things. I mean, you can go on on there and watch it. He started out doing a lot of bad things. Um, I don't know how he was personally, but from the documentary, you know, he sold uh, narcotics and just that whole life. And then he was arrested and like lost a lot of stuff, according to the documentary. And but now, even after experiencing that, he is a person that goes into the schools and goes into the juvenile detention centers and the jails and talk to people about his life. And he's helping them to change their minds about their lives and what they can be and become once they get out of that state. So the possibilities that we have are endless. We just have to make and take the first step and not let ourselves be overcome by our fears. Let's go. I know for me personally, I've asked myself time and time again, why do I want more out of life? Like, why can't I be okay being a wife, a mother, a daughter, a friend? Like, why can't I just be okay just not wanting more? 
And I still don't have the answer to that question, but I believe the things that I have in my heart are directly tied to my destiny. And if I just go out and keep on pushing and keep on pressing, I will find my final destination and I will find my purpose in life by acting on the ideas, acting on the things that are piercing my heart, the thing that I want to quit, but I can't quit. The, just like this podcast, I mean... It's work, you know, and it's fun work. I enjoy it. Like, I don't mind doing it, of course, because I, I still do it. But there's a process that has to take place in order for me to do the podcast. And I've asked myself, like, why do I do it? I don't have a million people listening. You know, I may have a few people listening. And I, I appreciate you guys for listening over and over and over again. I can't tell you how much I really do appreciate you for listening. But for me, I feel like if I can help just one person not give up. If I can say something that'll push just one person to keep pressing and keep moving towards their dream, I will feel that my destiny in my life has been fulfilled. I have done what I've been put on this earth to do. If I can just encourage one person to keep on going, that would be the thing that I just like, okay, God, thank you. I did it. <laughs> and I know quitting is, it, quitting is one of the easiest things you can do. To just give up and turn your back and say, no, I'm not doing it. It's one of the easiest things you can do. But when it's something that is directly tied to your destiny, it's not so easy to quit because it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Let's go. LeBron James, one of basketball's greatest players, so accurately put it when he says, nothing is given. Everything is earned. Just like I stated in the beginning, the quote by Henry Link, who says that we generate fears while we sit. We overcome them by action. And LeBron says, nothing is given, everything is earned. That's another action quote. We have to earn whatever it is that we desire. If it's given to you, you won't appreciate it. Just like if I gave my son $100 right now, for him, he'll go blow that at Walmart or whatever store that he can go to. He'll go blow that in a matter of days. Why? Because it was given to him. But my son and I, we have like a little job that we do together, and I give him a portion of what I make. When he gets that money, like... That brother sits on that money. He does not want to spend one single dime of it. He's like, okay, mommy. He always on purpose leave his wallet at home. He's like, mommy, I'm hungry. Where's your wallet? Where's your money? It's at home. But because he's earned it, it's not so quickly for him to just be ready to pay it out and throw it out and dash it out. Nothing is given. Everything is earned. And when you earn it, you appreciate it more. And I know for many of us, we're like, man, it'd be so great if I just wake up and then get a voicemail on my phone. This person called me and be like, hey, yo, I want you to come over here. And this like my mentor, the person I love, and they want me to start working with them. That would be so great. But life doesn't work like that. It really doesn't work. It would be great. And it does happen. But I feel like once we have done our time, served our time, and put our seed in the ground for those people to call us and we put ourselves out there and do the hard work, then... So you'll get start getting those phone calls from people you want to get the phone calls from. You'll get the emails from the people that you want to get the emails from. But it has to be earned. Some people call that paying your dues. Paying your dues to life and society. Paying your dues to get what it is that you desire to get. Because if you think about it, no one is going to give you a job just because you applied. No one is going to give you a degree just because you signed up for the class. No one is going to give you an opportunity just for showing up. We all have to earn it. We have to prove ourselves capable 
and not have the expectation that anybody is going to give us anything. We have to prove ourselves capable of doing the job and doing it right. And then those things, what we have worked so hard to accomplish, they will come to us. Going back to Starbucks, Howard Schultz, one of the founders of Starbucks, was quoted as saying, a lot of what we ascribe to luck is not luck at all. It's seizing the day and accepting responsibility for your future. A lot of what we ascribe to luck is not luck at all. It's seizing a day and accepting the responsibility for your future. Again, that is putting our plan to action and that is earning what it is that we desire. It's not like we're going to wake up one day again and get those emails, get that voicemail. It will happen eventually, maybe. But I feel like when we're pursuing our dreams or ascribing to do a certain thing, you will find it when you're working, like right in the midst of putting your head down, grinding, and just like, I'm respecting the process of the beginning and I'm just going to go at this thing and do it. In the middle of doing it, that's when the favorable things will happen. That's when you'll meet the people that know the people that can help you get where you're trying to go. Again, everybody has a beginning. Everybody has a beginning. Everything and everyone that you see that you admire, everyone that you look up to right now, they started right where you started. And you know what they did? They worked through the process to earn what it was that they were trying to do. They didn't sit down and wait on luck to fall out of the sky. Let me just say this. Whatever it is, Whatever your dream is today, whatever it is you're trying to do or or go or obtain, think about this. If you desire to be a model or a singer or a accountant, whatever it is, I'm trying to like get real, you know, have a broad spectrum. Um, Whatever you're trying to do, think about this. Who can find you sitting on your couch watching TV? The creator of Dropbox, Drew Houston, says, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. You only have to be right once. And I understand failure is extremely scary. It's one of those things that we fear the most. We don't want to fail at anything. We want to be the best, the greatest at every single thing that we pursue. And you should. You're not wrong for that. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to fail. Failure is a part of the process. Rejection is a part of the process. Being hurt is a part of the process. It's a part of the beginning. It's a part of the thing that everybody that you look up to has gone through before. Everybody has has been hurt. Everybody has been rejected. Everybody has been fearful. They have gone all gone through the same thing. But you know what? You only have to be right once. You only need that entrepreneurial idea that everybody loves. You only need to come up with one of them. And in that process, you're going to fail. But you know what? Use that failure to evolve. And keep that quote in mind the next time you feel like quitting. Because what you're looking for may not happen the first time you try. You may have to keep tweaking that idea and changing it and letting it grow and evolve. And it's a process. Respect the process of the beginning. And like the saying goes, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Let's go. When that urge to quit comes up, we have to answer our what and why. If we can answer the what and the why, I guarantee you it won't be so easy to quit. It won't be so easy to give up. 
So ask yourself, and it may take some time. This is still the beginning. It may take some time to figure out what that what and why is, but keep on thinking about it. Keep on writing things down or, you know, I always say, I'm old school. I always say writing things down, like put it in your notepad or Evernote or whatever you have on your phone or tablets or whatever. Keep on trying to answer those questions for yourself because when you answer those questions for yourself, those are the things that will keep you from quitting. Figure out what is your ultimate reason for wanting to, say, start that business or why do I want to be successful? What's my what and what's my why? And maybe you're one of the people that have listened to this podcast for over a year now and you still feel as if you have no direction and you really don't know what to do. You've tried writing everything down and nothing seems to jump out at you. And you're like, I'm still in the beginning. It's 12 months. I've been listening to you whenever you decide to put one up here and I still don't get it. But I have this desire in my heart. And I want you to know that is absolutely okay. And one thing I want to suggest that you do, if you are a person that just, you like, I I want to do something, but I just don't know what it is that I want to do. Or you're a person like me, like I have a million and one ideas in my head and I'm like, which one am I going to choose? Which one am I actually going to do? I want to encourage you to look outside yourself. This is what helped me. Look outside of yourself. And what I mean by that, try volunteering or helping somebody else that has a need that you could possibly fulfill. If you don't know where to start in your process, start by helping someone else. And it can be something as simple as going out, making some sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, turkey sandwiches, and giving them out to the homeless. You just you never know what will come from that. But it's, it's always good to help someone else. So if you're in search for your purpose and trying to figure out what is the thing that I need to be doing right now, start by trying to help somebody else. Start there. And you just like I said, you never know what will come of it. I'm probably going to say this name wrong, but I'm going to give a try. I'm going to give a stab at it. Shervin Pishiver. Founder of Serpa Capital says, the best legacy you can leave is the positive impact you can make on other people's lives. And again, you may say, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would helping someone else help me find my purpose? I say it makes a world of sense because our purpose for doing anything should be to help other people. Yeah, and again, if our what and our why is too tied up in I, 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 we really should rethink our purpose, rethink our what and our why, because it can get really, it can get really tough when you don't have a foundation for what you're trying to do. I just think about the the DJ Avicii who recently passed away at the age of 28. He was on top of the world. No one could deny that. And he was one of the best to ever do it, to be honest. But he struggled with an addiction to alcohol. And though they aren't sure exactly what caused his death, the simple fact that someone that young and successful struggled with substance abuse is tragic. It's very tragic. So to say that your what and why is tied up in fame and fortune, trust me, that that's not enough. That won't do it because once you get there, you still won't be satisfied. Ah!
let's go. Again, so in the beginning, back to the subject, in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, we have to learn patience. In the beginning, we have to respect the process. In the beginning, we have to practice consistency, even when no one is watching. This is one of the things that I struggle with, consistency. I want to consistently do a podcast once a month and pick a day when they need to be up and then just go ahead and write, record and edit and put it out there. But it gets hard and I got to do better. I will do better. But I believe that the habits that we create now will determine how successful we become in the future. Stay consistent with researching whatever it is that you're trying to do. Stay on top of your industry, whether it's the entertainment industry or business, financial, corporate, whatever it is that you're trying to do, stay on top of it. And you may say, I'm in high school right now. I'm in college right now. Still stay on top of it. Know the changes. Know how to hold a conversation say somebody of importance or somebody that could help mentor you say that you meet them one day you want to be able to have information to even converse with them about what you're trying to do let them know you are knowledgeable I know about this I know about that who are the top agents that's in the industry right now who are the top managers know your industry know what it is that you're trying to get into and be consistent about it. Do your research. When you're just like, well, I don't know what else to do. This is, I know I want to do this. But research. The habits that we create right now will determine how successful we become in the future. And ask yourself this question. Are you a person that can be counted on? Do you keep your word when you say you're going to do something? Can people trust you? How is your temperament? Do you pop off randomly? Is your personality all over the place? Character is just as important as the work. Your character, my character, is just as important as any work that we put forth when we're pursuing our dreams. Founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, was quoted as saying, your brand is what other people say about you when you are not in the room. Your brand is what other people say about you when you are not in the room. In your beginning... Like we all know ourselves, we all may lie to ourselves and not (laughs) be truthful with ourselves. We may all want to believe that we are better than what we actually are. But in the beginning, let's start checking our character. Let's start checking our brand, what people say about us when we're not in the room. If you have a nasty attitude or if you're one of those people that, you know, you feel like you can look down on everybody or you feel like you are the smartest person in the room all the time and you treat everybody with disgust because you feel like they're not on a mental level that you're on. If you're one of those people, trust me, you'll you'll probably get to where you're trying to go, but it's not going to be pretty getting there. And when you get there, it's not going to be what you thought it was going to be. And it's, you probably won't be there long. You probably you really won't be there long because as you are going through and hurting people and, and people can't trust you and all of that stuff, like word gets around. And then people, people with money, they, they are very keen and they have seen a lot. And so they know who's nasty. They know who the nasty people are right off bat. They know who the liars are right off bat. They, they can smell a snake a mile away. So make sure that your brand is correct. Make sure your character is correct. Again, Jeff Bezos says, your brand is what other people say about you when you are not in the room. 
So don't let your dream die. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop pursuing what you want. It's going to be tough in the beginning and equally in the middle and even more once you arrive at your destination. But let this quote from Gandhi encourage you. He said, strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. When you go through hardships, when you go through rejection, the disappointment, when you overcome the fear, when you decide not to surrender, that is your strength. Let's go ahead and wrap this podcast up in the beginning. Our first quote was by Henry Link, which says, we generate fears while we sit. We overcome them by action. LeBron James said, nothing is given. Everything is earned. Howard Schultz quote says, a lot of what we ascribe to luck is not luck at all. It's seizing the day and accepting responsibility for our future. Drew Houston says, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. Shervin Pishaburn said, the best legacy you can leave is the positive impact you make on other people's lives. Jeff Bezos says, your brand is what other people say about you when you are not in the room. Gandhi said, strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strength. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. So as always, again, I definitely appreciate you for listening to the 7 in 1 podcast. There will be more podcasts, more motivation and inspiration coming up. So make sure you stay tuned, subscribe, like and share and tell all your friends and family. Vocals is on the mic. So make sure you get connected and stay connected. Peace out.